0: Before the start of this episode, I wanted to tell you about another podcast that I am producing for my friend Aisha. It's called the Botanica Podcast. I wonder what she thinks of that pronunciation. But anyway, (laughs) uh, here's a trailer for the podcast. You can subscribe to it uh, anywhere you get your podcasts just like ours. Here it is.
1: Welcome to the Botanica Podcast.
2: This is your host Aisha. Listen in as we discuss topics like love, health, sex, relationships, and even alternative medicine. We stream live every Sunday at 8 on Facebook. Listen to the Botanica podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to stop by our Botanica every Sunday. We have a lot to share.
0: By the time you hear this podcast, you'll dance all night to the best song ever. to by the time you hear this podcast i'm greg i'm ben uh, i didn't mean the jump cut on the live stream there but there we are on the screen
3: what's cracking
0: uh again thank you to everyone who's downloaded and yeah. listened so far we appreciate it definitely we can proudly say we are the number one music history podcast in the world
3: check it yo <laughs> Leave us a nice well, – well, a review on, on Apple, but you can now rate us on Spotify, which yes. is awesome. I know that's our – my streaming platform of choice, of course, but um, you can now leave reviews. So it, w- it would mean a lot if you go and leave a five-star review, um, any less than we're inclined to believe you might be a hater. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But please, go on there, take advantage of it. Well, it, it wouldn't even be
0: like we're inclined to believe you're a hater. We'll just think you are a hater. Yeah, yeah. Cuz I mean, what gonna, else are you going to give us less than a 5? Why are you going to leave someone 5? Leave someone 5 or 1? Yeah. If okay. you're going to
3: give us a 4, email us and tell us why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this it's like, ah, uh, I mean, I was into it until you open with that One Direction song and I just <laughs> I just can't, you know. And, and so because I I I got to give you a 4, you know. Why? Because 4 is he not? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah take advantage of it some people might not know it's there i happen to just stumble upon it i think when i sent it to greg he didn't even see it, <laughs> like it well i i it, I, I, it, it hadn't yeah.
0: updated on the app yet yeah
3: those yeah iphones be behind sometimes but you know it's you know no it was i had not updated the app mm-hmm. yet that's mm-hmm. what it was yeah sure it had nothing to do with apple take your blue what is it i don't even know what color it is the blue bubble or whatever
0: <laughs> yeah the blue text bubble i don't even know what it is that means we better than everybody anyway
3: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show um <laughs> uh,
0: again thank you again for downloading and listening if you're watching the live stream that's where you can follow us on social media um we also have uh a website that we haven't put the domain on yet we will um i don't know if i have the give the link to Ben or he gives the link to me.
3: <laughs> do I'm pretty
0: sure. I don't know. We'll, I we'll figure be. it out. I, I just thought of it just now. So yeah, we'll <laughs> this, talk about
3: it after the show and get that done.
0: But um, we do have um, a website where you can look at all of our episodes. And I'm trying to figure out how to mm-hmm. do this merch thing like the right way. Mm-hmm. Should I have inventory? Should I not? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're, we're working on that. You know, we want to we want to take this to the next level for 2022, if you will. What's up? So um, let's get into the show, man. Uh, Music news, of course. Um, Ben sent me uh, this. uh, It was a TikTok video he sent me at first, I believe. I think it was because that's
3: that's why I first saw it. If if you're talking about, about, yeah, yeah,
0: I had seen the poster and Mm -hmm. I I didn't think anything of it.
3: And Same then he hair. sent me yeah.
0: the the TikTok saying it might be a scam,
3: and <laughs> it kind of looked like it. <laughs> it could it could be. I mean the, it's kind of one of those like if it's too good to be true, it is. I think the first time I saw it posted, I thought it was just like um somebody just like man, this is what I listened to when I was young, and like just looking for people to relate. And then you know the video, the next video I saw was someone actually saying, hey bro, this is like a, a concert, it's a festival. Um, and I believe someone counted it up. 60 bands on this bill. We were talking about, of course, the When We Were Young festival that's supposed to be going on um, October 22nd out in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, it is a emo, alternative punk rock uh, fans wet dream. I mean, headline. it has by... like all the like, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like these bands would be on the same bill. Like you can't. Some of them, yes. Yeah. So, like, My Chemical Romance and Bring Me the Horizon are pretty different. But also, if you have
0: Paramore, AFI, The Used, Taking Back Sunday, Dashboard
3: Confessional, Avril Lavigne. Apparently, she has redeemed herself in the eyes of some millennials and Gen Zers. They love Avril Lavigne Jimmy now. Eat World, Story of the Year, Thursday. I will say this. I didn't think Jimmy Eat World's um, logo would be that big. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, these are the headlines. Like if it's like the top, yeah, like the top two, and then, the yeah. and then down the middle.
3: And then everything else is kind of small. <laughs> and it's just really weird to see. I, I know that's something kind of insignificant. But it's just really weird to see how, them that big because I would not hold them in the same respect as Avril Lavigne. Same with Bright Eyes. Bring Me The Horizon is pretty big, but Bring Me The Horizon is very and so did remember they're pretty heavy bands, so that'll be interesting. Bring Me The Horizon is very heavy. Um, I know about them thanks to Finn McKenty because they're one of the few heavy hardcore bands that's out there that are popular. Um, But I mean, so three stages, sixty bands. That's in two days. So well, they they just, added, they just they added. They just added second the second day. A few day. Days so ago. it was really just one day. One day, sixty bands. Like <laughs> get on, get the fuck off. <laughs> like that's what it's gonna be. Essentially, like as soon as you get on, it's like all right, stop. All right, we're, we're done.
0: <laughs> it's like the um the you see with the 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 tours or the review, like the Motortown review with the, all the Motown. Apps. This is they yeah. all did one or maybe two songs. This and is then they got off becoming. the
3: stage. <laughs> this is so. I mean, like, if you think about it, and I always shout them out, but you know, watch another video about this that Finn McKenty was talking about. How like a lot of people feel some kind of way about you know it being titled "When We Were Young," and he's like, we are those people now. Like he showed some of those like videos, um, commercials from like the '90s where they're like, "Man, do you miss this type of music?" And then they play stuff from like the '70s. He's like, this is us. This is what we are now. Like, they're, yeah. this music is, you know, in some cases, 20 years old. So, yeah, they're marketing to people who are, this is like 80s night, essentially. This is like an 80s, like you said, the Town review, the emo review. That's what this is.
0: Yeah, and some people were, you know, you see those memes that um, this was for 2021, but like 2021 is the same distance away from 1980 as 1980 is from
3: 1939. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's getting, it's it's kind of scary, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the reason now that people think this is a scam, and I, I guess maybe it's less of a scam now, is because, first off, 60 bands in one day, how are you going to do it logistically with three stages? And then you had a lot of bands posting videos, and this was really kind of smaller bands, saying they had no clue they were playing this show. So See? Paramore, of course, made a video or like a U, not YouTube, like an Instagram post or something saying that like, yeah, we're going to be playing this show. Didn't use the poster. I don't think anyone's heard anything from My Chemical Romance, but like um, Hawthorne Heights, which is, you know, not a huge band with the smaller bands on the bill. Um, at a show, someone was filming it. Like, they're like, we had no clue. We we're playing this show. Um, we're very excited to be playing with My Chemical Romance. <laughs> and the whole crowd's like, yeah. They're like, so, like, if they put us on at the same time as My Chemical Romance, we will not be playing. We will be watching My Chemical Romance.
0: (laughs) And they have a couple of, they have a few um, ice bands that have been featured on our our, uh, Earworm of the Week playlist. Uh, Paris. Oh, yeah. Is on there. Meet Me at the Altar is on there. Mm -hmm. Um, Also. um... Neck Deep. Like beef, three oh three.
3: Remember three oh three? I do. If you got beef, <laughs> um I'm a vegetarian, I'm not scared of
2: them or something like that. <laughs> um,
3: uh,
0: so it I it does seem sound like a scam to me because they have the exact same lineup for the second day.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's like I mean I the, the only thing that's missing is okay, they're not going you're not going to the Bahamas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, they got the cabanas, the VIP. cabanas. But they're their they're,
0: they're, ca- cabanas, the cabanas are um,
3: actually the the, VI,
0: the VIP cabanas are sold out. So you can join the wait list for that, and no refunds. Actually, ac- actually, they're all everything's sold out.
3: Yeah, that's why they put the second day.
0: Uh, but you can all, you can join the wait list. Um, general, there's general admission for two forty five. General admission plus, which includes
3: um, the place to stand. <laughs>
0: what? Oh, you can use the air-conditioned restrooms.
3: Oh, 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 human rights! And there's
0: a dedicated entry lane at the main entrance, so you can get in faster and you can
3: use the use the bathroom. That's with hilarious. Air I'm sorry, that's funny.
0: So VIP, let's see what does that include. Um. Charging stations and a dedicated viewing area by the main stage.
3: Okay, is it possible to say that we've we've gentrified concerts? Like, the concert experience. Like, they didn't have this at Woodstock. They even had this at Woodstock 99. Like, it's just. The
0: VIP cabana is 12,500. 12, hold on. 12,000 or 1,200? 12,000. Like is isn't like... I'm on the website right now. Uh,
3: 12 stacks.
0: Yeah. That includes ultimate roped-off viewing area with security, shade, and VIP service. Twelve Complimentary 000? two bottles, food vouchers, <clears throat> uh, expedited entry, and you skip the line access for general admission and the merch store.
3: So, $12,000. So, I guess some rich kids um will go, maybe bring their friends. That's insane. I was hoping that you meant $1200. The, the website says 12,000. That's in that's ridiculous. $12,000 for a week. But you know what? Hey, if you got that type of money, that's nothing to you. I'm
0: I'm just looking for for Billy McFarlane's name. Somewhere on this.
3: So it's Live Nation, which is why people are saying, relax, you know, everything's going to be okay. Um, One person had the theory that they're doing this with no refunds because um, they're facing all the lawsuits for Astro World, And they're trying to come up with some money. And and all I could think was, like, that's actually kind of (laughs) genius. Like, if you were going to – like, you've got the name. You know, no one's – I don't think one – when with everything they've done, one bad experience probably would not tarnish them, you know?
0: Ooh. We could apply to get press credentials.
3: You really want to go to Las Vegas and well, I guess in October it wouldn't be too bad. How much? <laughs> I feel like they're just there, they're commodifying no, everything.
0: There's no price on there's a form to fill out to request.
3: Huh. I could probably get that time off. <laughs>
0: So let, it, let us know on our social media, anywhere on our social media, send us an email, whatever. Should we apply for a press pass <laughs> we, to the we were, <laughs> we were Young festival? I just imagine
3: it going like those all gas, no breaks videos if we were out there just <laughs> interviewing emo fans. Like, who are you here to see? Woo! I want to see Dashboard. Oh, my God. I grew up on them. I used to just, oh, God, when he sings with his guitar. <laughs>
0: is is, is oh, he good. even in that band anymore? With Chris Robba,
3: I have no clue. I mean, I can't imagine them they have, like, without him.
0: They had different lead singers. Yeah. Well, that's
3: for The seems forever. That's the band he oh, okay. came from. Okay. Okay. He left them to go form Dashboard Confessional. I know he did. Most recently, he did a song with um Oh god, what's that band called? Um Neck Deep. They did uh two versions of their song, one with Mark Hoppus and one with um with um, an acoustic version with Chris Carraba, which I imagine like to them, i like, I'm just trying to think like to people who play emo now is that like their James Taylor? Like is it just like <laughs> it's like, oh man, like I I mean, I picked up a guitar and started whining because of Chris Carraba. <laughs> I just wonder like on the hierarchy, you know, and My Chemical Romance is like they're, you know there's Zeppelin, you know <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so the other um I think our other only other music music oh yeah, so I saw this on from the genius um the genius uh Instagram account and they had a um they were talking about rap lyrics being used as evidence in court cases mm-hmm. And this is something that actually has been going on for quite a while and I want to know what you thought of uh, oh, thought of that because uh, there's a story that came out that Jay-Z and Meek Mill are mm-hmm. um, aiming to um, block rap lyrics from being used <clears throat> as evidence mm-hmm. and there's a story about how um, Nielsen has estimated that rap lyrics have been used in hundreds of court cases, if not thousands, oh, and, but they're also being used not just in trials, but also in indictments and sentencing. Wow. Uh, they're used in three main ways. They say treated as confessions if they're written after the fact. They're treated as proof of intent if they're written before.
3: Oh, so, okay. Okay. So this is not what I thought.
0: And they're classified as threats. If the as if the lyrics are crimes themselves.
2: Oh, because you hear a lot of okay. you hear a lot of
0: songs that you know that talk about like when someone got shot, or mm-hmm. you know they're telling the story of, about somebody. Kind of like when we when we did the episode on Get Richard or Die Trying. Uh, young Caesar is writing songs about majestic,
2: mm-hmm.
0: about what he does, or oh, and then but also like presenting it in a using wordplay, presenting it in a clever way to where it's not outright um June bug shot a cop.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> it wasn't, you know, like flat out like that. But for people can inter- can interpret lyrics as uh certain crimes have been committed. And this has been going on really um for a long time. There was I remember an episode of it's not just in rap. Uh there was an episode of Law and Order. Mm-hmm in which there were uh, some uh, some Mexican rappers or, or singers having beef, or, or Mexican drug dealers were having beef or something like that, or the gangs. And there were singers that were associated with whatever gang doing a song about the other one. <laughs> and like telling the story, like, you know, such and such shot this guy, shot him seven times, and you know it was a you know, or have some kind of detail that wasn't released to the media, <laughs> and so they
3: you okay, so I was thinking this was like kind of like video games, like saying like video games made them violent or you know satan the satanic panic of the eighties, late seventies and eighties when you know they said that like you know music is corrupting the youth and yada yada, and then you know D Snyder famously came forward and Testify before Congress and all that stuff. Um, I believe we did an episode on that one, didn't yeah. we? Long, oh, uh, way about back the, uh
0: when. Yeah, the parental advisory label.
3: Yeah. Um, I thought that's what was going on. They're actually using this as like if they suspect someone of murder and you rapped about it, they're saying you did it. Yeah.
0: And the, the Nielsen I'm referring to is Professor Eric Nielsen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm just reading the Instagram caption here. But he was interviewed a few years ago about. Lyrics being used in court and uh, genius publish a piece about how that is going, how that is happening. So now the same professor uh, has written a letter along with Jay-Z's lawyer urging state lawmakers and uh, the New York governor to make a recently proposed rap music on trial bill, mm-hmm.
2: uh,
0: which would prevent rap lyrics from being used as evidence going uh, evidence in trials.
3: I, yeah, that's I don't know. It feels like if it's not one thing it's another in terms of the establishment being against what is I mean, I know rap is no longer counterculture, but it's like, you know, it, it this is kind of similar to rock lyrics because I mean, in the 80s with everything where they were trying to basically say that like, you know, D-Snyder wanted to do these things. He's like, "No, this is just stuff I sing about. I don't actually do this." I feel like that's what's kind of happening now again, which is why I was like, you know, in, in Dave Chappelle's Joyce, where is D? Like, where is, <laughs> like, he's literally gone through this, and I think if anyone can come up and, and speak and just tell, you know, the government to shut the hell up, it'd be him. I like that you said Jay-Z and Meek Mill. Right. I think that's respectable. Two really big rappers kind of coming out, maybe that helps, but, like, it, it kind of feels like this has been going on forever. Like, People have always tried to use things, I guess, that they don't like that the youth is into to try to, I mean, this is a little different, you know, a little like it's, it seems to be actually working. I guess that's the difference here. Whereas like it didn't really work because you had, well, I mean, hell you had the J, well, not the Jay-Z, not saying D Snyder was the Jay-Z, but like you had a big star come out and say, this is a bunch of hogwash. Um, kinda like you've got Jay Z coming out now. So I think that's what you need is somebody to come out and say this is stupid. We don't need to do that. Now just will they listen. I didn't realize that because the article I just saw in 2016 on Genius, so it's it's like they've been doing this for a while. Um, that makes the TikTok videos I used to see now where they talk about rappers coming everything in songs hit a little hard a little bit more home now, it makes more sense while they're making those videos.
0: So uh it'll be interesting to see like if that if that bill works out. Sent the email. Saw it. Thank thanks, Miles. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, some other some other business going on from the secret, super secret location. Anyway, um <laughs> so um let's get to the
3: charts. Uh well first of all, R.I.P. meatloaf. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, he was not to bring politics into it. Although I feel like this shouldn't be political. Yeah, he was an anti vaxxer Still tragic, but that's kind of one of those you reap put you sow kind of deals. Yeah, you hate for someone to die of something that could have been preventable. I mean, also oh,
0: was complications of yeah. Oh yeah, because there there was a someone told me it was a Norwegian singer, I believe. She. Um, She wanted to tour, but she would have to have proof of either vaccination or that she had been recently infected and recovered or whatever without Mm -hmm. getting the vaccination. Mm. So she didn't want to get vaccinated. Her husband and her son contracted it. So she stayed in close contact with them so
3: she could get it. But she died. That's so sad. So sad. So no, R.I.P. Meatloaf gave us some some great stuff. Um, I saw some double posts like some R.I.P. R. Meatloaf and Jim Jim Steinman, who of course wrote, um, "I would do anything for love." Um, it's all coming back to me now. He totally he, clips of the heart. Totally clips of the heart. <laughs> Sorry to think of the Dan band <laughs> but um, because he died last year as well, Jim yeah. Steinman. So, you know, R.I.P. R. It's sad. It is as it, you know. Who knows if it's something that would have happened if he was you know vaccinated? But it is what it is. We we lost um. You know one of those kind of great rock singers, rock opera singers, really, yeah, yeah, uh, that was definitely a, a
0: very interesting era of music, at yeah the time. <laughs> uh let's get to the charts before we get to Ben's era of the week because we we got get we gotta get through this episode pretty quick um so the Hot 100 number one back at number one, Easy on Me by Adele <laughs> uh took her forever. rightful place i think I believe last week. After all the, the Christmas oh, uh, Um Number two, Stay by the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. Number three, this is their highest charting position, Heat Waves by Glass Animals. Number four, from the Encanto soundtrack, We Don't Talk About Bruno.
3: I need to hear this song. Everyone's talking about
0: it. I, I hear a lot about it on, on TikTok. Uh, even though, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what the story is, but mm-hmm. some people are, like, on, like, Bruno may have done something where he was exiled from the family, but he was actually right about whatever it was. Bruno was right. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno was actually right. I think that's the, that's part of the story. Uh, number five, Shivers by Ed Sheeran. Number six, Super Gremlin by Kodak Black. Number seven, Pushin' and P. have been hearing that phrase a lot on Instagram. <laughs> I didn't uh, know he was a rapper. Okay. Gunna and Future featuring Young Thug. Um... I believe Gunna had the number one album uh, when it was released, and The Weeknd was number two hmm. in that same week. I think that was last week. Number eight, Need to Know by Doja Cat. Number nine, A-B-C-D-E-F-U. I hate this song. <laughs> I've, I'm
3: not familiar with this song. It was supposed to have been made all like organically on TikTok, and it we found out it was a lie. I'll show you later. Okay. It's a bunch of hogwash. And
0: uh, number 10, A Previous Earworm from Ben. Cold Heart, the PNAU remix. Song
3: so dope. Elton
0: John and Dua Lipa. The hook is cringy by just like shoehorning Rocket Man into the song.
3: It's a bop. This song's a bop.
0: I've I've been seeing that a lot on on TikTok as well. So, um, like people using that song. So uh, yeah, those are the top ten songs. Let's get to the albums. All right. So, uh, and this was this was as of last week, or at least um, it, when I when I read that it was going to be number one. The number one album is "DS Forever" by Gunna. Number two, debuting at number two, Don F by The Weekend. Number three, the Encanto soundtrack, which was number one la- the week before, hmm. and I believe it's going to be number one this coming week.
3: Oh, jeez, okay.
0: Number four, 30 by Adele. Number five, Dangerous
3: the Double Album. Dude, is this the new Dark Side of the Moon?
0: Like it's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's uh he he must he's country's this is the this is the uh, beer bongs and bentleys of country right now where it's just gonna hang around.
3: It makes me wonder, is like another country singer gonna drop an N-bomb? and then say don't buy my album they canceled me and
0: as an experiment yeah and like you know <laughs>
3: that plus that equals profit like
0: <laughs> number Jeez. 6 uh climbing back up into the top 10 it was number 8 last week but uh i still think it's cheating cuz it's a greatest hits album <laughs> the highlights by the weekend. it's a greatest hits album you got to
3: fulfill that contract man
0: yeah but it's moved it's been a- almost a year now <laughs> Like okay yeah he put out a new album but does that but that's a that's a separate thing.
3: Those were the cries and eagles greatest hits
2: like <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: number 7 Sour by Olivia Rodrigo, number 8 Certified Lover Boy by Drake. Um is that because of the hot sauce incident? Uh Hey-o. number 9 <laughs> Planted Her by Doja Cat and number 10 Red Taylor's version by Taylor Swift. And let's look e Artist 100. He has, well, he has the number two album. Um, But uh, he has also the number, what was that, six album as yeah. well? The weekend is number one on the Artist 100 this week. Uh, just let me scroll down. We can see the rest of the list. All right, here we go. Number two, unranked last week. But number two this week, Gunna is <laughs> number two. He has the number one album uh, and a top 10 song. Number three, Adele. Number four, Ed Sheeran. Number five, Taylor Swift. Number six, Doja Cat. Number seven, Olivia Rodrigo. Number eight, or-
3: nothing must have happened.
0: Uh, number nine, Justin Bieber. And number 10, the nicest man in country, but he's <clears throat> the second-ranked country artist this week, Luke Combs, Or unless you count Taylor Swift as country. Anyway, uh, <laughs> hold
3: what? Oh, this is from on? two. This is from three weeks ago. Never mind. Um, Lil Durk encourages Kendrick Lamar rappers to work with Morgan Wallen. I'm gonna read that story later. That sounds hilarious. Hmm. Um, I think that's a terrible. Yeah, me too. So uh, Ben, <clears throat> let's get to your earworm of the week. Um, this is one, Mister Charlie Puth. Uh, this man has teased this song on TikTok for... I feel like it's about a year. It, it, it's been a while. It's been months at the very least. Um, to the point of where people said we're going to be sick of the song by the time it comes out. Um, and then he drops it on Thursday because he was like, I want to give it to you guys a day early. Um, and a funny video with Billy Blanks is, is actually pretty hilarious. Um, it's light switch. Click. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, it came out, and I've been listening to it a lot. It's really fast. I didn't think about it until Kendra mentioned it and looked it up. 180 beats per minute.
0: Mm. So here is, finally, (laughs) for those who haven't heard it yet (laughs) and may have heard snippets on TikTok, it is finally here, Light Switch by Charlie Puth, already at 7 million views. (laughs) We'll be right back. Yeah. That is Charlie Poof, the long-awaited light switch. Um, from seeing the video, I'd see the the Karate Kid homage. <laughs> and, uh, oh, he got the product placement with the Coinbase. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a, lot of, there's, there's a lot of product
3: placement. I think I found out why Mr. Morgan Wallen is trending. Lil Dirk brings Morgan Wallen on stage at MLK Freedom Fest in Nashville. That's why, in addition to, I remember the Grand Ole Opry was being slammed by Black country singers for them inviting him in to perform. After and, and like you, you're gonna lose that one, buddy. You're gonna lose that one. But yeah, he brought little. He brought Morgan Wallen on stage at the MLK Freedom Fest. Um. So, yeah, I won't comment on that. I know he had a dream, but, you know.
0: (laughs) Martin had a dream. Anyway. Uh...
3: (laughs) So, yeah, that's probably why he's that. That'll make you start trending right there.
0: All right. So, um, well, back to Charlie Puth for a second. Um, You can find that song on our BTT Earworms playlist right now. The full playlist all the earworms, except for one song, I think. I think it's just one song at this point, but yeah. I
3: mean, you know, it's whatever. You
0: know? <laughs> um, so we'll get to our topic here. Um, I guess in, uh, Ben brought up that it's Justin Timberlake's birthday this month. Yeah, I forget um,
3: when exactly. but And uh, we're at the NFL
0: playoffs. He, he's performed at halftime out of the Super Bowl. So we'll be doing our Because Five boy band songs. As you see the the graphic there on the screen.
3: Um let's get right to it, man. <laughs> Shout out to Brandon. If I could have, man, I would have gone with B twelve, um, from American Dad. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: as that like as having the greatest song?
3: Probably, yeah. That song is epic, <laughs> just with everything, especially the video. But yeah, let's get right into it. All right, Ben. Your first honorable mention. So I'm gonna get some hate for this because they're not higher, but I'm gonna go with "I Drive Myself Crazy" by NSYNC. Um, I love this song, man. The video is just is is funny. It's like them kind of poking fun at themselves, and um, well, not poking fun at themselves, but they they're in a mental institution because they drove themselves crazy. Yeah. Um, Chris they Kirkpatrick really gets box. to sing here. Yeah, this is the only song I know yeah. he he sang Lee. like um second verse of this? course they let JC come out and sing no 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 that was Justin and then JC sings the bridge cuz he's got them pipes. Um this is a great song some really beautiful harmonies on the on the bridge um but like in terms of songs like I just felt like this is a really cool song, you know, like a nice little ballad. Um yeah, I mean it's just one of those. It was, a, it was a TRL staple for a while, you know. Anything they did was, you know, I, it, this one kind of grew on me. I didn't like it at first, but I just, it just really kind of, you know, it was, it was a slow burn, I guess, is what the kids say.
0: Yeah, I, I remember this being on TRL, and um, yeah, I thought, well, they didn't really think very hard uh, as far as what this video was going to be. And, oh no, um, they
3: didn't. No, they just. They took the easier way And out. this
0: was from the um, the their first album. Mm-hmm.
3: It was like the one of the last singles, I think.
0: Yeah. Which what, how many singles they have? Okay. One, two, three, four, five. There were at least five singles, maybe six.
3: I'm seeing seven here. I Want You Back, Turn Up My Heart, Here We Go, For the Girl Who Has Everything. I've never heard that one. Together Again, God Must Have Spent a Little More Time on You. I Drive Myself Crazy. Oh, I don't crazy.
0: see Together Again. I'm looking at the, the regular. Okay. Not the look, But some singles were maybe released just uh, overseas. In Europe. Yeah, in Europe. Because I think Here We That's... Go
3: Again was not released here.
0: Yeah, that wasn't a single here.
3: Yeah. I don't think so.
0: Uh, I just remember hearing that song in um, Undercover Brother.
3: <laughs> what? Which one? Here We Go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, this one, I just remember this one being towards the end of the cycle of this album. And, like, shortly after, you know, then the next album's coming out. And so I kind of almost felt like, unfortunately, like this was a a forgotten song, you know, because it just didn't get the same attention their other songs got, you know?
0: All right. So that is your first honorable mention. Mm-hmm. My first honorable mention, um, for those who have <clears throat> y- you either heard this on Family Matters or the movie Just Friends... It's, uh, and and probably any, if you were, went to the dance in eighth grade. <laughs> I swear
3: oh, oh, man. Oh, God. Hold on. 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 Wasn't this in First Kid? And was it?
0: I, I thought it might have been another All For One song.
3: Like hold on. What was the other one they had?
0: Um, the oh. only other song I know is Skills. God. Hold on. <laughs> Which they performed on Family Matters. <laughs>
3: Oh man, hold on! What was the? Because it was the one where like, he gets um, the the teacher to help him dance. He's like, it's about yeah. national security or something like that. Was that an? Was that an offer? One song? It might not have been. Uh, God, what was a first kid uh, dance. I swear to God, that song that would have been Paula Patton if they made that movie today. I just feel like that would have been her. Um, the school dance. A soundtrack oh. info.
0: But this was—I um, didn't know—I—I I, I didn't know this was also a country
3: song. Yeah, John Michael Montgomery.
0: Yeah. No one really talked about the John no. Michael Montgomery version. It was about all for one. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, a multicultural boy band, if you will. <laughs> uh, but this song was 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 everywhere, um, and it should be a standard still at. Uh, At middle school dances and um, some weddings, I guess.
3: They wouldn't. (laughs) The kids said they wouldn't get it though. Like, yeah. (laughs) Let's see, school dance song. But while he's looking it up, also, if you see the
0: movie Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart, um, the two main characters, this was like their song because they were best friends or or whatever. Uh, So that's what this song mostly reminds me of.
3: I can love you like that. Who did that song? I think that that was okay, them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: that might have been the next album. Okay. Yeah, it was the next album.
3: Oh man, that was that's such a that's a classic movie right there. <laughs> All right, Ben, your um your second honorable mention. All right, so I felt like I couldn't put them in my top ten just because you know they haven't earned it yet, as um that ref said to Cam Newton. Um, this is One Direction. Where do broken hearts go? Um, great song. I really feel like One Direction. If you listen to like some of their later work, they kind of—I think—they kind of redefined how a boy band sounds. Um, and when I say that, like the songs sound like they could have been written for anyone. Yeah. Like boy, most boy band songs prior to this were like you know. There's more harmonies, you know, more coyness. I don't know. Like I think of like this song. I think of story of my life. I think of night changes. Like there's songs that like anyone could sing, and I kind of feel like they kind of went towards that with um, the Backstreet Boys did on their album like Never Gone. They started kind of doing that, but like,
0: I'm sorry. To make uh, it, the, uh, the 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 Buccaneers are back in the game. Are you? Kidding and they had me? the ball with two minutes left.
3: Are with you a kidding to tie. me? So who did Tom Brady kill? he has <laughs> <laughs> got like, he has got fairy dust or something. Jesus. Oh God. That guy. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, I feel like they kind of changed the way that boy band songs sound like these. Anyone can kind of listen to these songs. They don't sound like boy band songs. Um, they just sound great, you know? And um, I would encourage anyone who thinks they might not like one direction. To listen some of their later stuff because it's really really just good almost kind of adult contemporary pop i mean like you wouldn't you couldn't hear a song like by this like this by NSYNC or Backstreet Boys not until they got later in their careers so maybe it's just that they just matured faster i don't know but i don't know just this is a really really good song really well written
0: all right this is from their album four which was was this their last one
3: um, I don't know. Let me see here to make sure.
0: This well, there's next to last one. They made five.
3: I think Made in the AM was their last one. Yeah, yeah, Made in the AM, because it had Drag Me Down, Perfect, his History, a great song, like an acoustic, like it's just, yeah. I think, but I think like people aren't ready to give them their due, especially from a creative standpoint, because you've got the classic era of boy bands, which is the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And to, you know, for some people, nothing will ever beat that.
0: And this is like we talked about, you know, One Direction. This may have been one of your unpopular opinions when we had that episode that One Direction is pound for pound the greatest boy band of all time.
3: I don't know, but I'd be willing to say that. I mean,. I know. I thought you did say we're that. we're in a different. I have a horrible memory, dude. So, I probably I, I'm, did.
0: I'm sure you said
3: that. Okay. I mean, pound for pound, every person has can is has been a successful solo artist and can hold their own. Like, <laughs> like, hell, we just said, wow, Chris Kirkpatrick got to sing,
2: <laughs> and that was a big deal. Chris
3: Kirkpatrick could not release a solo record. Nor could Lance Bass. No. It was Justin or JC, and they all knew it. Like, (laughs) that's your Kyrie and LeBron. Like, that's (laughs) every boy band had one a Kyrie and LeBron. Um, Yeah, so.
0: All right, my second honorable mention uh, a group of five guys from Waco, Texas. Hey. (laughs) Nice. This is I Like the Way, parenthesis, The Kissing Gang oh, by High yeah. Five.
3: I was listening to Never Should Let You Go on Friday night. <laughs> I was jamming out to that song.
0: This was their, their first single. This song was produced by Teddy Riley. Uh, this was, uh, I guess we're trying to find like this. This is kind of like in Wild New Kids on the Block. Uh, was was still was still at kind of at the top and new edition had not done anything they had this was after heartbreak but Bell DeVoe had an yeah. album out the other guys had you know had done something so um this was kind of like that fill-in for a black boy band yeah at the time and they had their their star lead singer Tony yeah. Thompson making <laughs> rest in peace. But, I didn't know uh, he was
3: dead? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, he
0: died like maybe ten years ago. Wow. Um Uh. so you had the he had the the, the star of, of the group, um, and they at least have one other guy who could sing, and the other three guys were just kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how a lot of these boy bands might go.
3: It's funny in that in that other video they like they're pretending to play instruments and stuff. I'm like, I don't play. <laughs>
0: um but this ended up being this was a number 1 song on the Hot 100 uh so it was it came at the right time where you know trying to fill in have that 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 black boy band to mm-hmm. kind of fill in the void that new edition may have
3: left dude they had some bombs, And it's totally man. on accident <laughs> She's playing hard to get I forgot yeah, about that one Just
0: can't handle it
3: Yeah I for- man I just just
0: Can't Handle it. It is problematic today, though. <laughs> that song is problematic today.
2: <laughs>
3: I, I, I'm i not even going to lie. Like, when I was younger, I never put together that they were the same group that sang Never Should Have Let You Go from Sister Act 2 as this song. And I think it's because, like, by the time they came out with that, his voice had kind of changed. They got a little bit older.
0: Yeah, because I think they were in their late teens yeah. when they first started.
3: Yeah. Man, this song's a bop, though. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: All right, so that's my second I want to mention. Bed number five.
3: All right, number five is, um, so going from one black boy band to another, uh, we're going with New Edition. If it isn't love, um, this one is just. I struggled with with making this one higher. Um. The 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 top four really for me could be you know kind of anyway but. I mean, my top five, excuse me, but like this one's really good. It's got the iconic video with them, you know, dancing in a rehearsal space, like some dressed like, you know, French dancers or something. I don't know. It's just really weird. I just, I didn't expect to see them <laughs> dressed like that. But it's just, it's it was kind of like a, just a peek inside, a peek behind. Um, definitely for me, and me sharing a bit about myself, was a simping song for me back in like college. You know, like just thinking about like chick you got a crush on. If it isn't love, then why do I feel this way? Um, a great bridge that kind of tries to change keys but doesn't. Like it's per it's per- key chain that I think the bridge is like ripe right for a key chain, but it doesn't do it. I don't know why, but I just love this song.
0: Yeah, this is uh well from Heartbreak. Um, you know they had. A lot of people like. I would that this is their most complete album, and it took Heartbreak. a very long time to get there. If in today's in today's uh, environment of the music business, if they were if they started out the same way, they oh, don't make it to Heartbreak.
3: Oh, you're dropped. Yeah,
0: they they don't. They probably don't even make it to the Blue Moon album, which <laughs> had the covers of the old. God, that, old that drum. album
3: was yeah. Uh, so, uh, of course, written by Jimmy yeah. Jam and Terry Lewis. Yes, the the geniuses. Um, I think the best song on Heartbreak, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know if you agree, but
0: there are some options. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of options on Heartbreak. It's it's a very very good album. Yeah,
3: Crucial is one that I came onto a little bit later. Great song, Can't Stand the Rain. It might, might be kind of like that has the quintessential Jimmy Jim and Terry Lewis chord progression and sound and everything. So, yeah. And then, of course, there's... Oh, uh, the Bucks have tied the game. <laughs> <laughs> so at halftime, Tom oh, Brady wow. went into the locker room and, like, prayed to, like, some voodoo god. <laughs> jeez, man, Matt Stafford can't catch a break. <laughs> he <laughs> Look, left Detroit. He got, his,
0: he got his one playoff win. Tom <laughs> Brady's like, you good. <laughs> he left Detroit for greener
3: pastures, literally, in Los Angeles, and just like, just can't. It's like, nah. You thought you thought it was sweet out here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. All right, let's go to my number, what was this, five? My number five. Um, another TRL classic.
3: Hey, <laughs> I found a video of Matt and myself and Chris performing this at an open mic night on YouTube. I forgot, I forgot it existed. Shout out to those guys. I forgot it existed.
0: If I find it, I gotta put it up on the Instagram. <laughs> I don't,
3: hey, I'm all for it. It's very <laughs> reverby. I'll just let you know that right now. <laughs> um,
0: this to me is the. uh, one of those like iconic boy band songs, and that—that's what I'm trying to get into as far as as far as making this list. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I, we could say every list we make with Because Five is is difficult, yeah, are <laughs> try to narrow it down. But I think this is one of their. You could go with "I Drive Myself Crazy." You can go with "Bye Bye Bye." You can go with um, "It's Gonna Be Me." Yeah, uh, there are a lot of iconic. In sync song as far as that era. Yeah. That you can go with. Uh but with this one, I think combining the video. Um,
3: oh, that video was the video and the dance and iconic. the dance.
0: People like still do everybody, the dance. Even if you, yeah. you, you could still do everyone knows at least one part of the dance. Oh yeah. You know at least one part, if not the whole thing. Um so I think putting all that together. Adds to the the legend that is this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was this a Max Martin song?
3: Uh, no. This was uh, I believe the Matrix. Kristen London, Andrea Carlson. Um. Yeah, I think they were a part of the Matrix. They were Swedish. So, yeah.
0: So uh, that's from No Strings Attached when they finally broke free from Lou Pearlman. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, this was. Another
3: uh, TRL staple, but they're they're they got a few of those. You could say they kind of, and and this is something I didn't even think about with them breaking free of him. That was their most mature albums after that. No strings attached, Celebrity, um, it was Girlf- just Those two, yeah, Girlfriend almost made this list. Girlfriend's yeah. really good, not the original, the produced one produced by the Neptunes. Yeah, the one with um, with Nelly because there's two versions. Oh yeah, that was um, a rap version and an. Yeah, version. and the, but the rap version is just it's a, it's essentially a remix. Like he's got you know like it's the same structure, but um, Pharrell or whoever I know the Neptunes did it, but whoever made the decision brought up some of the better elements of the song um, in the mix and things like that. All right, um, so now Ben, your number four. Mm-hmm. Um, new kids on the block, step by step. I don't know what else to say about this song, man. Like, it's such a good song. It's so energetic. It's cheesy as all get out, but it's just like, I just love it, man.
0: (laughs) Uh, Written by Maurice Starr, uh, which was actually, they're not the first group to do this song.
3: Who did this song before them? He had
0: another, no. Okay, I was like. (laughs) No. He had another group, I can't remember. Um see if it's on their on their wiki. I'm looking yeah. uh but he, he had another group do this song first and oh I, I I think they told me the Rams won the game.
3: Let's see here. Oh, five oh. seconds to go.
0: Yep, they, they just made a field goal. Who the, the, the Rams made a field goal. Yes! Pat Stafford, <laughs> I mean Matt Stafford lives <laughs> another day. Take that, Tom Brady! And that's it. The Rams win. How does win. it feel, Tom Brady? The Rams win. I didn't want to really see Matt Stafford versus Jimmy Garoppolo for the to go to the Super Bowl, but it is what it is.
3: So he, now he doesn't get that. Wasn't be, seventh? Ring? Eight. Eight would have been eight. I was thinking eight, but I did. I was like, that's too many. Okay. Yeah. Sit down, Tom.
0: You're old. You're old.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see who did this first though.
0: Um, let me see if I can find it. But I remember in this video, like, they, you try to, um, you try to have the, uh, show the different personalities of each group Oh, here it is, the superiors.
3: Superiors. Yeah. All right. I'm going to play a little bit of that. I didn't know Mark Wahlberg was in this video. Sometimes I forget. Oh, yeah. He had a brother in New York. God, they're so Boston. Jesus! <laughs> hey, Mock! <Mark. laughs>
0: this is the original by the Superiors. This is another group that Maurice Starr was trying to put together. It didn't work out. So he got five more white kids from the Boston area. This <laughs> the thicker quite, accents, little... let me stop. It's slower.
3: I prefer the quicker tempo. It's not much of a... It's probably maybe like five to ten beats per minute faster, but it really kind of works. Okay. More synth. Okay. And the lead
0: singer's not... No, he's not. Good. Nothing to write home about. Um, it, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, that was your number four. Mm-hmm. All right. My number four...
3: Um. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so I struggle with calling them a boy band. I know they are. I mean, they fit every the matching outfits, everything about. I think the main difference band. is
0: they didn't they didn't dance very much.
3: No, very rarely. They, I think they, I've seen them dance like maybe once. There are no. They don't have a whole lot of up tempo songs. No, they're they're the balladeers. Courtesy of one Mister Babyface.
0: Uh, yet yeah, this song written by Babyface uh on the included on the Boomerang soundtrack um was number 1 for like ever ever
3: <laughs> a very long time people it took a lo- it and then what they broke it again <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then they broke their own record and they brought Mariah Carey along you know <laughs> to
3: help them do it but yeah
0: um this one those song it's like the last song played at a school dance kind of thing yep. but it is a breakup song which is that, that doesn't seem to add up, but whatever. Um, uh, it's like a
3: breakup song and he like admits that he was okay with her like you know, messing around on him and everything. <laughs> he starts talking like, dude, I mean, I mean they did have an, a song called Simpin' Ain't Easy on their first album, so I'm just saying, like, they're admitted simps and they're okay with it. Like, they're, hey, yeah, I'm a simp, what's up, you know? Um, it's a good song.
0: So, yeah, uh, this is, um, and this was a song that like a lot of R&B groups, is, it's hard for them to cross over into like have pop songs mm-hmm. that, that that endure. Like, okay, High Five, they had a number one song on the Hot 100, but Boys II Men like kind of transcended what they thought of with yeah. R&B groups, in my opinion. And this song is not only on the pop station and the the urban station or whatever, if you want to call it that. It's also on the Adult Contemporary Station. Yeah. It might even be on the Smooth Jazz Station.
3: And they didn't have to sell out to do it. Right. They, they still kept... Like, this was one, this talent. is one
0: of the few groups in which the success they had is really on their talent.
3: Yeah. Tons of respect as singers. I felt like, just from the industry in general, <laughs> for what <laughs> they did. Um, so, yeah, uh,
0: that's my number... Man, people
3: out here thinking you could just like approach someone behind backstage, backstage just, at a concert and just sing. Four <laughs> guys want to sing. <laughs> All right. Uh number three. Ooh, I love this one. Alright, so this is um when the lights go out by five. Um this one I just have so many memories of this song um in high school when it came out. Rick D's in the weekly top forty. Five would be on there quite a bit, and I would dance around to this song, like nobody was watching. So I was like, "There it is!" I, was like, I don't recognize this mix, but there it is. Okay.
0: This is the radio edit featuring Cut Father and Joe.
3: Cut Father and Joe.
0: I don't know who they are. This maybe isn't Joe the like the singer.
3: Yeah, it's maybe they they did the mix. Yeah, this is probably there. Yeah. I feel like this is. Let's kinda, see if I can
0: find find the other one.
3: Where like bands like like some of the K-pop bands who have like, you've got your singers and then you got the one person that raps. (laughs) Like they're just like like that group five, you know, like instrumental in the way that K-pop formed because every K-pop group has that now. You I mean you've got more than five people. Typically got seven, eight, nine, ten people, but you've always got Uh, those. Here we go.
0: This is the U.S. remix.
3: Okay. Yeah, but you've got the guy who can rap. You've got a rap. Um, you've got a rap verse in this song. I always thought it was interesting because he puts on, like, a faux accent when he starts singing. Were they British? Was five British? Yes. Okay, so that was not a fake accent. Never mind. It was a real accent. <laughs> it sounded uh, bad, so. I
0: remember this was, was it, like, it took the video took place in a bowling alley? Yes. And was it, like, cosmic bowling, as I think it as I call it, cosmic bowling. <laughs> I mean, bowling, it was close with the neon enough. the lights.
3: Yeah, they had, like, the... the well, I mean, because everything was kind of like that in ni- in the late 90s. it was Everything was vintage and, like, really bright. So, like, yeah, they had, like, brightly colored, like, bowling balls and, like, there's lights everywhere <laughs> and, like, frosted tips and spiky hair. Like, that was just, <laughs> that was the late 90s. But, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty much cosmic bowling. Um, Think about that. God, just everything was just so bright and in your face back then.
0: Uh, I remember this video had a, had a had a nice TRL
3: run. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like TRL is made for groups like this. Yeah. And people like Cornelip Biscuit were kind of there to crash the party. Um, but it was really just a bunch of this in some shape or form. Like, I mean, and these, of course, are the more popular ones. You still had your, like, your Dream Streets and your, um, and your, um, <laughs> I I can't even think of these other bands like this—the lesser ones that like had a kind of hit, you know, like they didn't chart on Billboard. The only (laughs) other one I
0: could think of that like well they, because Dream Street I felt like was one of those manufactured boy bands. That's what it felt like, and all and all and all everything they did was through uh, advertising in commercials. (laughs) Since this was pre-YouTube. Yeah, this I, I would I saw commercials for to buy the Dream Street album. I'm like, who I don't know who these I've never even heard of this. Yeah. Heard of these guys? Another group like that is a uh, another Marie Starr creation called Perfect Gentlemen.
3: I I've heard you talk about them before, which but I've never included heard his them.
0: son, who was not the lead singer. Because <laughs> Marie Starr don't play favorites.
2: No nepotism. <laughs>
0: He's like, I need a third guy. All right, come on, son.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I can't wait to be the lead singer. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Oh, hold your horses. <laughs>
0: I know I paid for those vocal lessons, but uh, anyway. While well, you might be a star, you are not a star. <laughs> you may be a star with two R's, but not a star oh, with one. Oh <laughs> <Aw, Dad. laughs> All right, um, that was your number three. My number three, uh, I mentioned this, I think, on the episode we just had with Brandon, where they performed this song with the Apollo, Uh-oh. and you can hear them say, hear the hear the crowd chanting, go white boys, go white boys, <laughs> and they were doing this song.
3: They were getting down, too, bro. <laughs> I was like, they were dancing hard, man. <laughs> like They rehearsed for, they probably rehearsed for weeks, like, you've got to get this down.
0: <laughs> I think it was months.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> Which just kind of shows, though, like if you if you really bring it to the Apollo,
0: they're, you, you got you got to yeah.
3: You, you, they're gonna give you respect. I mean, so he's, he's got to bring it. Maurice probably you know, compared them, he's like, okay, you know, like you're white, so that's you got that against you, and you're not singing. Go- you can't just start singing gospel because they won't believe you singing gospel. But you, you, you got to bring it. God, I, need, I need energy.
0: I need energy.
3: <laughs> oh, God. That is, that's so funny. I'm going to go watch it. Jordan, Jordan the, the guys
0: are going to follow you, okay? So I need it from you first. You sing, so like I need it not, from you.
3: This sounds like in the biopic. <laughs> not about the group. Just about this performance. <laughs> They're going to follow you, Jordan. Now you get out there. You be my quarter, I mean you be my lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: Um, I believe this is a number one song. And this is one of those songs like as popular as New Kids on the Block were, just like how a lot of critics didn't like Kenny G, Yeah. they hated New Kids on the Block. They just thought everything they did was terrible.
3: Their fault, man. Nah, th-
0: that's their miss. But they're all these guys are millionaires.
3: Okay. Yep. Anyway. And and a couple of them had successful careers, you know? Yeah. Solo successful careers. solo careers, yeah. And one of them is an actor-director. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, <laughs> did you? <laughs>
0: so, uh, yeah, that's my number number three. All right, Ben, number two.
3: All right, so it's funny because I'm picking songs, and this is going to be the theme of these next two. I'm picking groups you would expect, but not the song you'd expect. Yeah. Um, this is one that i listen to fairly regularly this is shape of my heart by the backstreet boys no it is not a sting cover um but it has the same i want to start saying the same font i saw a video on tiktok (laughs) it was like celebrities in the same font think about steve carell alice cooper you can't unsee it now yeah wow yeah celebrities in the same font this one has longer hair yeah so um, when we think of the, you know, the songs that Red One and Lady Gaga did, songs with the same <laughs> font, <laughs> a lot of this early Max Martin stuff that they did from Millennium as well as um, the first Factory Boys album, although this was black and blue. Yeah. But a lot of those songs, same font, they have that same, that same bass, that same snare, that same kick. So the same acoustic um, synth acoustic <laughs> <laughs> It's all just the same and so I love this song. This one also was a slow burn for me. Um, this was them within I think this was them trying to be more mature like in sync. Um, Kevin Richardson had the longer hair. This video was shot in like like this blue tone. Like you, there's not any dancing, it's just them singing on a stage to each other, you know, and it's just like I felt like that was them trying to be, you know, we gotta be mature. Like we got NSYNC Sync sitting in a in a in a room, you know, sleeveless shirts, black and white tone, singing about, you know, um, you're so gone, it's like, you know, someone
0: <laughs> saw the um, the extreme video.
3: And made gone by NSYNC.
0: Sync. <laughs> and yeah
3: and then they're actually like how are we gonna do it we can't be black and white because then they'll say we're copying <laughs> but I just I love this song it just it took a while for me for it to grow on me though um I like the bridge I kind of feel like um they they, they let Nick Carter kind of do the whole like you know the belting thing even though he's not a belter they try to let him do that it's very funny to see done um Sometimes it's AJ, but, like, you know, Nick comes in here out of, like, you know, off the bench, <laughs> singing that bridge. <laughs> I, like, I like when he does that, though. He, he, that's his thing, you know? That's his thing.
0: All right, so that's your number two. We'll get to my number two. Um, I debated between this and my number one, which I know people haven't. Well, anyway, but this is my number two.
3: Controversy It's gonna be <laughs> Oh Okay Okay Nice I did this at uh, Karaoke once It's a very fun song to do
0: um, I think this is New Edition's best song
3: Okay Okay you have a good argument. It's a, it's a very good song.
0: If it isn't love, could be right up there. <laughs> Today, I think this is it's the best song. <laughs> Next year,
3: could who be knows?
0: Um, and I think it's one of the more... Uh, I think some of the songs, especially if they're written by Max Martin or The Matrix, there's a little bit of nonsense in there. Like, what, what does that what does even that mean? mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, i say with Max Martin songs written by the matrix, uh, Marie star, some of the new kids on the so- new kids on the block songs. So sometimes didn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Like step by step, like there, this is all over the place. Yeah. Lyrically. I feel like, um, uh, but I think this one is one of the more complete ones.
3: It's a very thoughtful song.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs>
0: I feel like if if this were a white group, this song would have been featured in American Psycho in you one particular so? scene. One particular scene, it would have been featured in. I still in.
3: need to see that whole movie. You
0: I've only seen half of it. For people who've seen the movie, y'all might know what scene I'm talking about. A song about monogamy and <laughs> being an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, and this was at a point where, you know, we didn't know what people didn't know what this album was going to be. Yeah. You got Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Mm-hmm. They had the success with Janet.
3: Um, so I think we both agree. People this they is know their about the SOS album.
0: band. Yeah. This is, this is their best. Okay.
3: Album. So we agree there at least. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: but not knowing there was so much writing on this album. And then to have this song in which they kind of referenced, you know, we were like, dude, this new edition, have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, y'all saw the, the newspaper thing, the newspaper part of the video, but um, I think it's it's just a complete, a complete song. They're able to figure out how to use Johnny Gill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because no one had yet. <laughs> no one had figured it out yet.
3: And it's funny because then you realize he's the best singer in the group. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> sorry, Ralph. Like, <laughs> like, by far, the like, not even close, but yeah, no offense to Ralph because Ralph's a great singer, but Johnny is... Jody's Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, I I just feel like it's their it's their most complete song, and a lot of people probably don't you probably don't look at like the R and B groups like Boyz II Men or New Edition or High Five. You don't see them as boy bands, but in context, they they actually are.
3: Yeah, especially well, I was trying to look at the original intent. Yeah, they're a they were a boy band. They were you know. Teenagers, four teenagers put together. It was a five. I can't remember.
0: Um, it was it started off as four, four, and then they added, added and then that fifth
3: one. Yeah, Started out four teenagers. They have their personalities, you know, all that stuff. Like, it's what's the intent of how it's formed? You know, hence why the controversial statement we talked about before with the with the Beatles, with the Beatles, the Are they a boy four. band. They uh, were kind of formed. The one's the cute one, the shy one. Like Paul was known as the cute one. People like. So I'm just saying, like, it's... I mean, they wore matching suits when they performed. Like, they bowed, you know? Like, where do you think they got that from in that thing you do? Like, you bow and you leave. What if they in an encore? You bow and you leave. <laughs> that was the Beatles. You bow and you get off stage.
0: <laughs> All right, we're coming down to it. All right, let's get to your number one.
3: All right, my number one is um, Girl on TV, LFO. I love this song. Um... I, I mean, shh, The I'm video, the, who was the girl in the video? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hewitt. So that probably helped why I watched it so much in high school. <laughs> but um, I thought it was a great song. I know, like, they're known for um, kind of being the rap, more of the rapping type songs, you know, um, Summer Girls and stuff like that. But, like, I felt like they had a very capable vocalist in the song. I felt they should have done more songs, honestly, like this like let this guy sing a couple verses let Rich come in and rap a verse like you know but what do I know I mean Summer Girls was huge <laughs> and it was him rapping and singing you didn't even know this guy could sing you know um, and I think it I don't think it was necessarily by Rich's design he talked about like how he thought this guy was one of the better singers he knew so he respected him as a vocalist but like they're probably like Rich you're the best looking one
0: you're the, you're he, the tall one
2: you got the blonde hair, blonde hair. get out there yeah. and you
3: know rest in peace to Rich get out there and sing So, or get out there and rap didn't matter <laughs> that he wasn't a great singer as we heard on that song he did where he was so flat <laughs> he was a great singer he's a rapper so. so I just love this song learn how to play it in high school with the intent of one day playing it for someone never happened but you know
0: there, there's still someone you could play it for just for fun at least
3: oh I don't think she really did this song I think she she probably like you know play something else, play some BB Mac you know like. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But yeah, this was the second single, and I feel like they just kind of faded away after this, as far as their popularity goes.
3: I mean, they had this, and then I know they had, had another album. Yeah, they had that every other time. I don't know how well it did on the charts. I know it did pretty well on. TRL, but I mean, like, that doesn't mean anything, really. I mean, I, I you would have thought that um, Kid Rock and Limp Bizkit had, you know, Billboard Hot 100 hits because of their MTV popularity. You look it up, like, they weren't charting, you know, no. so. But I'm sure they were fine with the record sales and popularity and the tours and stuff like that, so, yeah. All right, so we'll get to my number one.
0: Uh, one of the quintessential boy band songs. Uh, It sounds good It appears to be well written But it's a little nonsensical um, And it is it is endured I think a lot of people came around On this song
3: I'm just going to play it I feel like I know what it is Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> When you think boy band You think this song Like if you could put a song in you Webster <laughs> This would be there Um And yeah I mean you can't Talk about it without talking about the nonsensical lyrics The The Max How Max Martin writes He doesn't care what you're saying Does it fit the melody Does it fit His you know his math Is what he calls his music math And and once again I'll say What do I know It sells (laughs) So Um
0: there's really nothing else i i need to add with this song it's like uh, the song that needs no introduction <laughs> yeah uh, like if you
3: know it you know it if you've never heard this song you've lived under a rock and, and people like years. know
0: all the words i'm like that hate if the you song. read
3: the words
0: you, 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 yeah you might hate the song you probably listen to it this listen to it in secret or yeah. whatever. but reading just the, the main thing for me is like reading the lyrics I'm like
3: what <laughs> what, what way? What? What? How do you want it? I want it that way. What does that mean? What do you mean by that?
0: <laughs> Remember that Donald Glover joke? Like if you're in a relationship and someone says, How, "What do you mean by that?" the conversation doesn't end with, "Oh, now I know what you mean by that."
3: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? I want it that way. Oh, um, what way? I've tried my I've tried my hardest. <laughs> I do love this song. I've tried my hardest for many years to justify what they're saying. Like, I think at one point I was like, when he says, I want it that way, he's saying, I want it that way. You know, I want it the way that I want it to be. It doesn't make sense. I've, I'm this trying. This Max Martin, right? Yes, yeah, Max Cyllables. Martin. Yeah. It's the syllables. It's all about syllables. Because <laughs> they had another version of it and it just didn't, like, it actually made sense. But it just didn't sound as good. <laughs> It's all about, and he's like, he's and he's Swedish, English is not his first language, he doesn't care. He made a song that people thought was about domestic violence and hit me, baby, one more time. When he was like, I thought it meant hit me up, like, but you can't say hit me up one more, that doesn't fit. <laughs> I want it that way, fits.
0: all right. <laughs> so that's our list.
3: Um, you want it that way? <laughs> no, it, well,
0: this is the way it is, this is the way. <laughs> Uh, I think um, I think the only We'll end the show With that song Never mind I'm not going to Bring it up yet I'd be <laughs> surprised To Ben as well So we'll get to My earworm of the week um, Listening to some 80s music I've been getting more Into the the deep cuts If you will And this is a song By Joe Jackson uh, The British artist Joe Jackson Not the Jackson 5's father mm-hmm. Uh, he, he he's known for the song uh, Is She Really Going Out with him and Stepping Out, mm-hmm. Breaking Us in Two. I
3: didn't know he was British. Uh,
0: but the album after um, Night and Day was an album called Body and Soul. And with Night and Day, he was getting more into Gershwin and Cole Porter, into that like style of music, music from mm-hmm. the 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. And he went pretty much full jazz here <laughs> with an album Body and Soul. And I like this song. It's called You Can't Get What You Want. And like with a lot of eighty songs they have a parenthesis. So it's called You Can't Get You Want Can't Get What You Want Parenthesis Till You Know What You Want. I don't know why you had to add the second part, but it is part of the hook. So here's this song, You Can't Get What You Want Till You Know What You Want by Joe Jackson. We'll be right back. right that is you can't get what you want till you know what you want by joe jackson for the album body and soul uh i think it was 1984 1985 um so yeah he's that's actually you know more i guess more sophista pop i guess Mm you might say that's
3: what it reminded me of
0: uh so that'll do it for this particular episode uh we had to rush through it um because something's coming up in a few minutes (laughs) that we have to get out of here um (laughs) So we'll end the. Uh, so we'll end the show with. Um, we'll. Uh, oh, I know we can end the show with. This is a song that was left. I didn't mean to leave it off of mine, but I'm okay with the list I have. Um, a, a group that featured probably one of the biggest pop stars in the world outside of America
3: oh okay I know who you're talking about so
0: we're gonna end the show with uh, a song called Back for Good
3: Mm-hmm. that very close to being on my list
0: by Take That uh, no relation to P. Diddy on this <laughs> on this song uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening sorry it was such a short episode but stuff 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 happens uh congratulations to the Rams I guess uh <laughs> take that Tom Brady
2: <laughs>
0: but if the 49ers get to the Super Bowl y'all are stuck with Jimmy G for another year Yep.
2: <laughs>
0: so take that um thank you all for listening we'll talk to you very soon
1: peace peace to leave it gotta leave Now Whatever I said Whatever I did I didn't mean it